0: You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi
1: everyone. We're back in Louisiana recording from Raw Republic. It's me and Amberly. We um, have a lot going on this week and last week, so we are just going to get right to it. Am's mad at me.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not. You're passive-aggressively mad at me. I'm not passive-aggressively mad. I'm (laughs) outwardly expressing my feelings, (laughs) and you are... Not very um, accepting of those feelings. We're back
1: on like session number two. Problems that Sheena has in communicating and her faults. <laughs> it's been a fun day for me. So I'm actually really glad that last week happened because so much enlightenment has come from my friends talking to me about how they feel about me, and I actually think that it does bring up a really good conversation to have with your friends and your family about, oh, like, do I do something that bothers you? Because since then, just continually, people have been offering their suggestions about how I can be a better person, (laughs) a better communicator, better human being. And, um, but it's really interesting. And it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, so I guess it comes from that sort of a place where, I think that initially you don't really want to hear what other people have to say about how you are and the things that you do, because you always think that you have an excuse. So I didn't want to hear some of the things that you do. was life coaching me from Los Angeles, which is pretty interesting. And um, yeah, so this is just the continuation of that conversation. Now, Amberly is, life coaching me (laughs) but yeah no it's an interesting thing to hear people talk to you about you and my number one excuse for not always bringing this up or listening to what people have to say is that I was telling my boyfriend this and he actually gave some really incredible insight and it was I was saying I don't feel that I am doing anything intentionally so it's hard for me to hear responses that are negative because in my mind it you know before we were having this conversation I would just think to myself well you're just in, you're misinterpreting something mm-hmm. because my intention is never to hurt someone's feelings or to do something wrong mm-hmm. my intentions are good so my avoidance of the topic is ma- is mostly just like well if it's not my intention, then why does it matter? Because it's not what I'm meaning to do. So it's just your perception.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that bad? It is. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Can you elaborate? The world does not revolve around you. Basically, no. I. It is. I mean, I have had that come up in my life as well, mm-hmm. where people have wanted to say, you know, I've wanted to be like, oh, well, it's just their perception. And so it doesn't really matter. But what matters is somebody's feelings. And regardless of your intention, it is something that needs to be addressed because it might be something that they need to work through or, you know, just talking about it is very helpful in, in overall, I guess I would say. So it's, It's both parties. If somebody's telling you, you're not communicating to me, or it would have been nice for you to say (laughs) such and such, or, you know, and I realize that that is part of that person's expectations, you know, wanting somebody to react a certain way. And when they don't, I do understand that you're, you want to be like, oh, well, it's not my fault because you created that expectation and I didn't follow through. So it's your fault. But, It also is very nice to kind of acknowledge somebody's feelings and say that you understand and that you are sorry you didn't intend it to be that way. And next time you will try to think of that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: rather than just being like, I don't communicate that way, but I'm guilty of this too, so much. So I do understand. And normally nothing bothers me that you do but i have been very energetically depleted this week so that's why i noticed it
2: so it's good though cuz it kind of pushes you to to work on some things that normally you may not have addressed
1: okay so i do understand that part i do understand that there are other people's perspectives and i do understand being considerate i just have a problem with feeling like I need to take care of everyone else's expectations of me. That's it. I feel like I live that way so much mm-hmm. that taking on more of that responsibility would be difficult. And at the same time, I always go back to, okay, well, I intend to, to take care of everyone and I intend... Mm -hmm. to love everyone Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what more can I do really I cannot I cannot meet everyone's expectations at some point I have to say you know I'm not going to meet your expectations I'm not going to respond to the text message that you want me to respond to I'm not going to show up at everything you know it's just that's the only way to live a life that's in alignment if I communicated I would be communicating all day every day if I needed to do that. So can I just make a megaphone statement to the world that I care about everyone's feelings even if I don't respond to a
2: text message? No, okay, (laughs) this is the thing. If that was true and you were
0: saying that, oh yeah, I just don't communicate in that way or whatever, why were you so hyper aware of my energy? afterwards like okay you didn't respond which is fine
2: normally I'm totally I sent that
1: that. text message before I sent that text message before
2: before what why don't you give background on the story (laughs) (laughs) so people know what you're talking
0: about okay it was just an instance of Sheena asking me if no that's not even how it happened. This is how it happened. Okay. I don't even want to give you that much credit. I get a screenshot text of something being offered <laughs> from somebody. A potential a, event. A potential event. Uh-huh. Uh, no name, <laughs> Just the initials. Uh, just talking in generality. I have no idea what What's going on? No no <laughs> communication from Sheena whatsoever. Just a screenshot of somebody texting her an event opportunity with very minimal detail as if Sheena and this person had been talking about this previously.
1: You and I had also been talking about this previously. A
0: month ago. <laughs> so I, I don't know who this person is. The initials are okay. there on the screen. Okay. don't know. Okay. So, the screenshot was sent. No no words associated with it. So, I asked, "Who is this person? What are they wanting?" And then you give very minimal detail. Actually, I do want to, <laughs> I do want to look this up cuz this is Yeah, gonna let help. it out, am. This <laughs> is going to be very helpful and insightful. Okay. And that, who is this okay so Sheena says what the event is called and then says good morning I love you and I'm like oh she knows something is not right with her communication so I'm like well obviously she knows her communication skills are very poor at this moment because she wouldn't feel the need to bombard me with I love you and a million (laughs) exclamation points after it so Sheena's probably thinking oh wait people actually need to be acknowledged first before I just bombard them with a screenshot of no information. <laughs> um, I was like, "Where, where is this event? And then I said, hi, love you. Although I didn't want to at that point. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, very, very minimal communications going on. Sheena's just saying like, of course not, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. So she goes, connect to me telepathically, basic witch. At this point, I am so energetically depleted. That is the last thing I want to do. I was kidding. Oh, you are not kidding, first of all. Secondly, Sheena's like, make this job easier on me in her head because I want you to telepathically communicate with me since I suck at communicating. And me, on the other hand, at this point, I'm so energetically depleted that I'm like, just spell it out. I can't read your mind. I don't want to read your mind at this point. Spell it out for me. So at this point, I said, I literally said in quotes, at this point, the way that I'm currently feeling, the answer is no. So Sheena goes, "Aw, Ambie, and then sends me lyrics I didn't from <laughs> Okay. Lyrics from Coldplay. <laughs> she knows something's going on. She knows something's up. You're still not really communicating that well. What did I do wrong? You sent me an image. Not even, you didn't even type out the words. You sent me an image of Coldplay lyrics, which I'm like, I can't can't even with that. But the answer is still no. Okay. No reply. Then way later, was that the next day? Wait. No, that evening. That evening, you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't need a ride from the airport. And I'm like, okay, perfect, because I'm leaving where <laughs> right now anyway. Um, so then I was like, okay, see you in the morning. And she goes, LOL, feeling good about me right about now? I'm like, she knows, you clearly know something's up. So why do you not communicate something? Why don't you say, if you're feeling that I'm feeling a certain way, uh-huh. do you have any idea at this point what it's in reference to?
1: I would have assumed that it's in reference to
0: work. Okay. So why would, why would you not ask? Or at this point, you want to just sweep it under the rug. But not yeah. true. Yes. That is how you operate. You want to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yes. Because then you're like, then you ask me. You're asking. No, you didn't even ask me. You did not even ask me. What? You're just saying. You're like, I just don't want you to be feel stressed or exhausted like you want things to go away and this is what Stassi and I were talking about when we are you don't want to go there you don't want to address it you want everything to be fine and dandy and you want it because it's not a big deal to you but it it doesn't matter if it's a big deal to you or not because the other person Mm -hmm. is experiencing something Mm -hmm. so communicate
1: okay Let me give the scenario from my point of view. For the love of God, can I please defend myself?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Every single text message that was sent to you at that point was sent from an airport. Okay? Every single one.
0: Also, this has not been the first time you've communicated this way. Okay. I
1: I will take that. (laughs) However, I knew how you were feeling. Because I know how you feel. I can feel when you are upset or stressed. Mm -hmm. I also know that when I'm energetically around you or physically around you, you tend to take it out on me. Define take it out on you. I am around, so I experience it. And it feels like it's directed towards me because I'm in your presence.
0: What are you feeling? Is it something I'm saying or doing? It's just my energy?
1: Yes. I get, I just get upset that you're not
0: perfect feeling good.
1: Well, I just, and I know that it really doesn't have anything to do with me, but sometimes if I'm around, it feels, I guess maybe I'm using the wrong terminology, but if I'm around, it feels like you're taking it out on me. You're affected. Right.
0: I'm not taking it out on you. You're just affected by it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I retract my statement. (laughs) (laughs) I am simply affected by it. (laughs) So it affects me. When I'm around. Okay, so I I know how you're feeling because I'm kind of tuned in to you. Mm-hmm. So I sent a nice text message, which was a Coldplay <laughs> meme, which I looked up while going through TSA in San Francisco. Coldplay <laughs> meme, this will make her laugh. It was so cute. What was it? I will try to fix you. That's so cute. I was being serious. Like, oh, I love you. Even though you're...
0: This is the way it's interpreted.
2: Oh, good. You're not
0: addressing the core issue at hand. You're still... You have not... This is the issue. You have not responded to my answer being no for the event. Mm-hmm. Which means, because I know the way that you operate, and maybe this is my fault for assuming this, but I'm thinking at this point, she's not acknowledging the way that I feel about this event. And furthermore, she's scheming on her own. <laughs> yes, I'm using the term the term scheming on her own because she's thinking, oh, well, tomorrow is going to be a different day and she's going to feel better and she's going to do it. Like, this is the thing that I know. She's going to do it anyway. That's usually what happens. So you're not wrong in thinking that if you were thinking that. But assuming that is the case, it was dismissing my answer to you mm-hmm. and then trying to sweep it. This is my interpretation. Trying to sweep it under the rug. And furthermore, send me Coldplay lyrics to sweep it under the rug,
2: which is, like, not okay with me. Okay.
1: Okay. In my opinion, it's not okay, you're saying that the situation is not about me. The fact that you were upset was not about me and stressed and depleted and all those things was not about me.
0: Correct, but you were making it about you, so then I was like, Well
1: <laughs> No, shake. I wasn't.
0: I just yeah, I just was you're like, trying to fix it. At this point, you're trying to not uh, make me feel the way that I'm feeling. Of course. Which is robbing me of my experience. I'm allowed to feel the way that I'm feeling. Definitely. And just because it makes you uncomfortable <laughs> doesn't mean that you have to bombard me with I love you. Okay. Coldplay lyrics. Okay. Feel better. <laughs> like, feel better instantly. I so understand that, what you're saying. So that you can go to this event, which
1: is what you want. I understand what you're saying. Yes. However, I didn't need you to go to the event for me to go.
2: I know
0: that.
1: Okay. So... From my perspective, if I know that something is going on with you, just Mm -hmm. like if you know that something is going on with me, Mm -hmm. you try to console me. You're not trying to rob me of my experience of being sad. You're just trying to console me and be a friend. So I had, there was a time sensitive Mm -hmm. situation that I had to ask you that question right then and there. I was at the airport and I was rushing. So I tried to mix into everything. I'm sorry. I know how you're feeling. I wish I could help you. Like, this is happening. Like, can we do it? Because I have to respond. And I understand that there are a
2: lack of words in those scenarios. But I was running to an airplane. I got that part. <laughs> it was the circumstances because
0: it wasn't communicated that my feelings were acknowledged on any level. I
1: said I'm sorry oh, am. I'm sorry you no, feel that way. No, you
0: did not. You said, <laughs> Oh Amby, send me Coldplay lyrics, a picture of it. And then you said That's not
1: acknowledging your feelings.
0: Then you said, Oh I no, you're like, I know how it is. I know how it feels to be stressed. I know how you
1: feel to be stressed.
0: <laughs> I know, but you're totally – this really isn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> it has become such such an ordeal <laughs> that I don't even know why this is even a podcast right now. Because, because <laughs> this is not a big deal whatsoever at all. It's totally a miscommunication or a lack of communication, and I do understand that you are in a rush. I was energetically depleted, Mm -hmm. so I was very hyper-aware and sensitive Mm -hmm. at that point, Mm -hmm. which this is very rare for us to even be talking about because you and I don't have discussions ever, Mm -hmm. really. We just live. We just exist. And everything's usually hunky-dory, which I know is one of my 65-year-old phrases. But everything's usually hunky-dory with us. Honestly,
2: Mm -hmm. we
0: don't really get affected by what each other does. Even if you were to, like, call me a name, I'm like, that's funny. Like, we just don't discuss these things. So why is it that it's almost like the trifecta? I'm so sensitive right now, and you are so not sensitive to other people's feelings.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I said that. How can you say that I'm not sensitive? you're not considering other people's feelings you
0: you might be sensitive and that you can I couldn't up.
1: not I couldn't not ask you the question just because you were stressed I had to ask you because it was time sensitive and I only had my phone for a certain period of time so how could I have been more sen- okay how how could I have handled this better I do want to know I want to know to better myself and also to see the things that I'm not at the same time, like, we all are who we are, so we're all going to do things individually. No one's going to be perfect, and that's totally fine. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been nice in that uh-huh. moment, which uh-huh. I'm not a big fan of would have, because that stuff really doesn't matter, because <laughs> what happened happened, and it's fine. But I
1: would, murdered would, your firstborn child, apparently.
0: What would, would have been nice, even if you sent me the letter K, I would. It would have been nice after I said <laughs> the answer is no. It would have been nice for you to acknowledge that I am saying no. Then you can send me whatever. Didn't I want. say
1: Ah, Ambi?
0: no well let me see
1: i'm pretty sure that i did respond no no you
0: didn't
1: (laughs) okay everyone if anyone was wondering if spirituality and healing exist in friendship there's some there's some lesson that we're getting to i guess i hope (laughs) one of us is learning something maybe you will too Maybe it's that we could talk this until (laughs) tomorrow and it doesn't change anything.
0: Yeah, I said at this point, (laughs) the way that I'm mailing the answer is no. He said, oh, Amber, you sent me the lyrics. How did I not respond? And I said, oh, the, the answer's still no. The response was not acknowledged that it was connected to the event that we were supposed to go to. It's like, it's in response to me saying the way that I'm feeling is no. This really does not matter. It's not a big deal. Uh It was just saying, I was saying the answer is still no. You could have said, oh, okay, thanks, thanks, whatever, Mm -hmm. or that's it, Mm -hmm. whatever. It doesn't matter. It wasn't until, like, way later that evening, you're like, feeling good about me right about now? I don't want you to be exhausted. I don't want you to be exhausted or feel stressed. Dot, dot, dot. You're analyzing you're my text messages. Yeah, now that we're doing a <laughs> podcast on it, why not? I'm only <laughs> analyzing this right now for the first time. Do you and think then, that you
1: write every single text message perfectly?
0: Yes. And then you also said, I know, dot, 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 but I know how it feels. You're, you're minimizing my experience. That is what happened. <laughs> so, just saying. It's really can I look idea. at the
1: phone? I would like to look at the text message. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I would like I would like to look at the text message. <laughs> From my perspective, when I think that I'm being sensitive and sending you a sweet, you can analyze anything. Yeah, the whole thing could be about me. The whole thing could also be about you. The whole thing could be that I am sensitive. The whole thing could be that I'm not sensitive.
2: Okay. Let me see here. Put my thinking cap on. <laughs> so confusing when you look at someone else's phone. hmm I know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would say that I. it was weird that I said feeling good about me right now, but I'm telling you that I said that because I know – that you were feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And a lot of times I'm the only person that you're around. Well, I guess I'm not. <laughs> I just when I see it, I do feel like it's directed towards me. Just like if anyone's just angry and around me, I maybe I'm a narcissist. I know. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> I suck.
0: What I mean, how do I how do I deal with this? Feeling good about me right now. I don't want you to be exhausted oh or feel stressed. I know, but I know how it feels. Okay, I'm seeing it. I'm a narcissist. (laughs) It's fine.
1: How do I fix this? How can you be a narcissist and actually give a
0: shit? Like,
1: what is my life? I really, I need to know.
0: Narcissists give, give a care about anything that involves them. I'm just kidding. You're not a narcissist whatsoever. You're not. You just are not very good at communicating, which this is not news. You, you've known this and I am not extremely good with communication either so I get it I understand but this is um, obviously something that has come up with Stassi too and Evan has said this yeah and your family <laughs> so maybe we should take a look at this <laughs> but this is good how you get better is to Which you're not an idiot. You know exactly what other people are feeling. You can feel how people are feeling. Right. And then acknowledge it. Acknowledge the way that they're feeling and and don't brush it under the rug or try to fix it. Allow the person to experience it. Okay. Yeah. Let's
1: switch roles here.
2: (laughs) You you be
1: me. Okay. (laughs) Tell me how you would have responded to me. You're the, person, oh. you're the person who someone is texting you. Hey, are you available for this event? Hey, are you available for this event? And you have to then ask me, who's been working 72 hours straight, exhausted. Also, you only have three text messages that you're able to send because you're about to get on a plane. Go.
0: First of all, I wouldn't have sent you a screenshot with nothing attached to it. Are
1: screenshots, are screenshots offensive? Side note, I need to know this because I send screenshots all the time because they have a person's name at the top. They have the most amount of information. I don't have to retype anything. Are screenshots rude? No.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have the person's name at the top because you've got the upgrade, which is just initials, so I don't know who this person is. Then, furthermore, there really is no information on the screenshot. So I would have said... Oh, like, remember such and such. We talked about this earlier. Are you able to go? Something like that. Okay. Asking and not assuming and expecting me to just drop everything. and Why do are it? you assuming that I assumed? Because you assume a lot. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you do. You assume a lot. You know that you do this because I can name about four events that you've assumed that I would be there for. But I've already
1: explained this. I've already explained this. I said, I say yes to everything
0: possible. You just explained that today. uh, 30 minutes ago, you explained that. I get it.
1: Okay. Well, isn't it your responsibility to say, Sheena, you can't assume that you can't. And then I would have responded, am truly like you can always say no. We have tons of people who can do whatever.
2: I know
0: I can always say no. Even if you were like, this is mandatory, I would still tell you no <laughs> right. and to go right. screw yourself. I know. I, that's exact. I know I have the power to do that. Yes. But it is something that has been, it, it's, it's the communication that is solely what it is. You will communicate with somebody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You will agree to a certain thing, whatever, and then you tell me about it. Or you'll say, hey, Ann, can you do this event, whatever, as you've already typed the email that you would do it, that mm-hmm. I would do it, or whatever. That Which you is-
1: would do it? I don't think that I've done that. I would you,
0: say- you agree to the event, and yes. then you scramble to find people to show up on the event. <laughs>
1: that's that's <laughs> most likely correct. And, yeah. and, and maybe that's not the right way, but I, but I also know that I am capable of doing yeah. a lot by myself.
0: No. I I totally agree with that. I'm not even mad about that. I know that's how business works and how you're supposed to operate. I would operate the same way for that. I would. But for this specific instance, for the text message situation, if you're feeling like I'm already energetically depleted, exhausted, whatever, it would have Should been Should nice I not have you- asked? No, you can definitely ask. It just would have been nice for you to even send the screenshot and say, "Can you go?" Something like that not just the screenshot with almost little to no information on it, mm-hmm. then you're wasting more time. That's I, not didn't even look,
1: I didn't even look at the screenshot. Honestly. I know <laughs> you don't think that stuff
0: through because you assume <laughs> that everyone communicates telepathically with you. And you've even said that before you said like, I just assume that people know what I'm talking about or they're in my head. I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, people get with it, but that's not as efficient, even though you think that's efficient. That's not because other people have to respond and say, wait, what, who is this? Where, where, when do you need me by? What time? Whatever. And you're like, how did you not know everything already? So yes, it it would be nice for you to have said like, can you go? Or like it's on this date, whatever, something very quick. Mm -hmm. I could have said yay or nay immediately. That's it. All you had to send was one text. You didn't even have to send a whole bunch of texts afterwards the reason why you had to send so many texts is because i had to ask questions about what you even just sent and then after that i was like well i'm so exhausted no Mm -hmm. so you could have been like oh i i understand okay thanks i'll find somebody else or whatever the whole thing was just (laughs) not not an ideal situation and again it's really not that big of a deal whatever for whatever reason mm-hmm. this has come to a head or has come to light <laughs> and I'm really I've never been mad at you for this whole situation like mm-hmm. we aren't mad at each other. It's just a discussion that <laughs> has been brought to a head for whatever reason probably the black moon
1: <laughs> I'm aware I don't think that we're fighting, and I actually think that this is really useful information and I'm yeah. definitely going to utilize it more because. I'm actually very appreciative that you took the time to explain everything to me because I have heard some of this information before and I truly haven't been in a space to figure out or analyze how to transition Mm -hmm. from operating this way, but it's so natural for me. Mm -hmm. So I now have some definitive plans in my mind as to how I'm going to communicate with Everyone mm-hmm. do, a little bit differently, which I do think includes slowing down and like taking time to organize information and mm-hmm. things like that. And I've talked about this in the past. A lot of my stress and a lot of my inefficiencies most likely have come from a place of n- always feeling like there's never enough time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is completely irrelevant and also untrue. Mm-hmm. Time is infinite. Mm-hmm. There's time to do every single thing mm-hmm. and so having that perspective in my mind actually reduces the amount of time that I actually do have or reduces my capacity mm-hmm. to actually tap into an infinite source of time it limits it to mm-hmm. saying I have to operate so frantically and mm-hmm. chaotically to get as much done because there's not enough time mm-hmm. whereas in a mindset that there's infinite time available. There's no need to to operate that way. Mm -hmm. And it actually would be more efficient and more considerate for me to take more time in my communications and maybe to do less things and make better choices and choose better words and to be more mindful. And I'm looking forward to that. I can actually see emails that I'm going to send in the future. They're going to be more
2: descriptive. Mm-hmm.
1: So thank you for spending the time <laughs> to tell
2: me that. You're welcome. Also, one other notion in regards to this is that
0: even with – because you are so tuned in to people – it should be easy for you to communicate with them because you know mm-hmm. how they're feeling and what level they're at. Yeah. I mean, I know you've told me before, you know, because you're so tapped into people that like, oh, and so, you know, I really think they're going through this, 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 whatever. But you don't communicate that. So it feels like you're aloof or disconnected on some level, sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When, like, for instance, say it's like, Say it's someone who works for you mm-hmm. and you're tapped into that person so much though, so, but you know the issues that they might have or like the questions they might be having or whatever, but the breakdown is the communication part. So it would be nice for you to, um, to reevaluate the way that you communicate things on, in every aspect of your life not just for cool (laughs) i'm just saying i think it's gonna be awesome for you like on every single level i think everything's gonna get so much easier for you because you talk about how stressed you are you know and i think even though it might seem tedious for you to like or inefficient for you to communicate or add more to communication (laughs) you are going to help yourself so much and things are going to run so much
2: smoother for you that's my tidbit I agree, and I I agree
1: one hundred percent. I I mean I can give myself a little bit of acknowledgement in that I can go out into the street and see and feel how someone feels. Yeah, and it's not my always my responsibility to Mm -hmm. intercede. Mm -hmm. So. I'm not always going – just because my mom feels a certain way, just because you feel a Mm -hmm. certain way, just because my sister feels a certain way, I can't just connect to how everyone is feeling Mm -hmm. and then communicate based on that all the time. Mm -hmm. I have to be – because there are a lot of people that every single person touches every single day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is kind of a dance between spending – taking time for yourself and, like, having your own life and then also – I mean – you know, it's just the nature of living.
2: Yeah. I try to show people that I care often. hmm But sometimes
1: it's not through communication. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just through, like, an energy exchange. hmm Yeah. And it doesn't need, that doesn't, like, give me bonus points to not communicate if something is in need. But I can also say from an individual perspective – I do I'm able to do what I do because I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be shortcomings to from other people's perspectives mm-hmm. as to how I run my life and how I Definitely. communicate and how I run mm-hmm. everything involved in in what it is that I do.
0: So this actually brings up a good topic because some people might view you as dismissive even though you're so tuned in and tapped in if you're not communicating. <laughs> People can view you as dismissive or, um, you know, read you wrong. So this is a huge thing, I think, with um, the Five Languages of Love. Have you read that book? Yeah, I'm familiar with the Five Languages, but I haven't read the book. Okay. Um, So I think one thing that why you and I get along so well is because we're both not the best at communication. Although I would venture to say that I'm a little bit better than you are. <laughs> I would, I will say that. But um, I feel like one of your love languages is acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you probably interpret what others need as like acts of service. Are you doing something or providing a service for someone mm-hmm. or like holding space for them? Mm-hmm. That's your way of showing love. Mm-hmm. And, Where some people just need you to communicate or acknowledge them with words. And if you're interpreting it as like, oh, I'm going to send you a plant or something, that could be dismissive to somebody who really appreciates words of affirmation. Okay. But I, yeah, what what are you going to say?
1: How many people can you possibly know that about?
0: Right. That's a good question because everyone's different, everyone has a different way of showing love or interpreting love and I guess it doesn't matter to a certain extent, I mean the closest people in your life, like your family, you're gonna pretty much know, you can probably think off the top of your head right now, if they like uh, words of affirmation if they like physical touch if they like acts of service (laughs) um, and then there are other two, there are two other ones touch, service service words gifts gifts yeah and another one i don't know time oh yeah quality time yeah yeah so and that might change for different people depending on what stage of life they're in um and some <laughs> might be stronger than others you know it's not mm-hmm. like one person has just one um, but for the most part, if yours is like of service or gifts or something, and those are like your top two in mm-hmm. ways that you show people you love them
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the other person is like quality time and, um, physical touch or mm-hmm. whatever, that can be a miscommunication in and of itself. Okay. So, but it's impossible to know every single person's top yes. one or two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So there, but the, I feel like the closest people in your life, you're going to learn what they what they like or especially if they, hello, communicate to yeah, you yeah. things that they need, not just through words, but through physical actions, yeah. like what they like or enjoy, uh-huh. that's, those are two. Th- those two, I don't know why I said two. Mm-hmm. Two's been a big number today. yeah um, That's a way of finding out how to best be in congruence with them energetically,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is finding out what what their love language
1: is. But you haven't answered the question. What? How many people can you be responsible for knowing that information about? How many people would you take responsibility for knowing that information about and then consciously be able to change the way that you interact with those people?
0: I... First of all, I don't think it's anyone's responsibility, per se, to to, I don't think anyone, uh, this is a tough question, because I don't think anyone can be held responsible for the way somebody feels is one thing. i believe But that it's too. inevitable that you're going to feel a certain way based on the actions somebody took that mm-hmm. elicited that feeling in mm-hmm. you for whatever reason. It could be a lesson that you need to learn about yourself right. or like a boundary was mm-hmm. crossed or whatever and you think you're mad at that person but you're actually mad at yourself. So there there are little things Caveats with that, but as far as um, I would really like a step that I would take is just evaluating the top people in your life you spend the most time with, <laughs> and then think about
1: things. I'm that, not asking you in terms of like you coaching me. I'm I'm not really asking you in terms of you coaching me. I'm no. just saying for the listeners because that's when and saying. people that were coaching,
0: that's what I'm saying.
1: You were giving them advice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, Precisely what I was doing. <laughs> Thank you for communicating that. Um, <laughs> well, yes, but I would I would probably take the top like five people who are the most important in your life, or you mm-hmm. spend the most time with, mm-hmm. and think about the things that they would enjoy. Like it's kind of simple to think of a person in your life. Say it's like a sister or a brother mm-hmm. or a mom or something, and Evaluate if they really love words of affirmation or an act of service, mm-hmm. which would be, you know, taking out the trash or doing something like that. Then that's a very big key into being able to communicate even non verbally with that person and having more of a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be a tip that I would say.
1: I agree. And this that is you, generally, when we're talking to people one on one, they come up with situations or they address the the healing or the the coaching call with particular situations and experiences. And I think that when you give each experience or each person an individual look like this, It's just the act of doing that is saying that you're consciously trying to improve the relationship, Mm -hmm. which is great. And I think that you are going to be given intuitive guidance as to how to direct that relationship. Should it be something that
2: should be worked upon from this scenario and this standpoint? Mm -hmm. It's
1: helped for me to just listen and actually be in the conversation of analyzing one situation with you because it's helped to shine light on things that you need. So perhaps you don't evaluate what people need in terms of the love languages, but you're just sitting there in a real conversation and saying like, but because I'm also not going to be get mad at you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. We're both allowed to be who we are and we are both conscious people. And so, Potentially, this would be a more difficult conversation with someone who's not as conscious or connected. Some people may be sensitive regarding these sorts of situations and these scenarios. And and you staying grounded in bringing up this conversation could give some insight into your life. And I think that it is important. And I think that it's really help. It's been helpful for me. And like I said, the most informative aspect of this is just hearing what mm-hmm. someone that you love has to say about the way that you are operating mm-hmm. because I do have more light in in certain I have I, I have a direction to improve mm-hmm. and I also know how you feel and it also opens up the discussion that we are able to discuss mm-hmm. It opens up the conversation of, okay, like that wasn't that bad. Even though it was kind of a touchy subject and I knew that you were upset and it made me feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. us talking about it and being able to continue to bring it up mm-hmm. allows us to move past those sorts of situations a lot faster, mm-hmm. which I think deepens relationships, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still mad at me? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't mad at you.
1: Okay, you were, but it's okay.
0: (laughs) I was not.
1: My eyes itch so bad. I know. It's driving me nuts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't mad at you. I really wasn't. I know. Honestly, it was just something that was put on top of my plate, and my plate was already full. And, you know, it's kind of like that last straw thing where ordinarily, if I had been doing like self-care practices and all that kind of stuff, I would have been totally fine and able to handle it. But for whatever reason, it ticked me off because it was the last straw for that day. It was catching me at the wrong place at the wrong time, but I wasn't mad. I still wasn't mad at you ever. It was the situation at hand that I was like, Oh, I wish you would communicate better, but by no means, I was not mad at you.
1: Thank you for acknowledging that a part of the situation was your perspective and your, yeah, thank you. I appreciate
0: that. No, 100%. <laughs> and I, I texted you that. I said, this has everything to do with me. Do you not remember I said that? Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I did, I said, this has everything to do with me. It actually has nothing to do with you. I just need to go home and decompress and maybe tomorrow we can talk about it. So I was very aware of what was going on. I wasn't just blaming you and mad at you and like, you know. Right. So
1: this is also a really good – it's so enlightening, this whole thing. It really is enlightening. And maybe the enlightening situation and the enlightening perspective doesn't come up while we're talking, but always after. It's revealing in a lot of ways. And just like the last – podcast with Stassi was revealing in a lot of ways and I hope that a lot of people could connect to not only the situation but just what it means and how it feels to be human with other humans and to have relationships and to just have it be okay and to not be judgmental because I I would say that probably 10 years ago without any support if I if the friends that I had chosen around me weren't as amazing as you and Stassi are, mm-hmm. there could be a, a, um,
2: Egoic backlash.
1: Well, no, I, w- I could just feel bad about myself. After oh, having, right.
2: And you, you allow
0: someone to make you responsible for their feelings. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah. I would definitely agree that ten years ago, I definitely would have been like, "Oh my gosh!" I would have felt so much guilt and like right. they're right. They're right. It right. doesn't make them right just right. because I feel that way. Right. So yeah.
1: So being very grounded in having these conversations. <laughs> you just poked my itchy eye. <laughs> So being very grounded in these conversations and actually choosing who you have these conversations with, I think, is is important because it doesn't it serve you to have this conversation with someone who's okay. not on your level regarding wanting to yeah. elevate to the next level of their existence. You want the best for me and I know that in my heart and I want the best for you. And so this conversation is able to take place but and sometimes it's not, and to just be very honest about that and also even though you're receiving some sort of critique because it is someone on your same level and in your same field, mm-hmm. being non judgmental and then maybe, if need be, taking that to another therapist or another expert to help you kind of integrate that information so that it's not just coming from one of your peers or one of your family members or friends, not that you need someone to to verify the way that you're acting mm-hmm. but just to help you feel good in like a third party your behaviors mm-hmm. yeah and and understanding how you can positively shift from something that maybe is harmful to someone else or shifting to a place that makes you feel good in your behaviors and in the way that you're acting but this does bring up a big topic of self-care because that is always the time when mm-hmm. shit hits the fan yeah because everyone's tired Everyone's emotional. Everyone's depleted. Mm-hmm. And why do we feel that way? A, we've been traveling like mad people. B, we have been healing like mad people. Mm-hmm. C, we have been serving and moving and um, just have been in a non-secure location. Not So we've been just transitioning a lot. So we haven't been in a place that encourages routine and, and potentially the things that we have set up. So I know for me there was not a lot of that taking place like during traveling and there was also not a lot of saying no because I was trying to appease a lot of people during that time. But also remembering that need when I got home was something to kind of like, was kind of shaking and getting back into and some of the things that I know would make me feel good that maybe I haven't been doing. Going to Whole Foods, getting amazing, nourishing foods, mm-hmm. getting the salt thing from Whole Foods, taking a salt bath, mm-hmm. taking time to meditate, even though in times like this, it's the hardest thing yeah. to commit to. And mm-hmm. you look at you, you're aggravated, me just saying it. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, But it, it's because you don't want to process what's happening mm-hmm. because it's so much information. Mm-hmm. So it, you have it's a non-negotiable, mm-hmm. especially in those times. It would make you feel so much better, resting, trusting the universe, trusting that everything will get taken care of. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this earlier yeah. too. Trusting the process mm-hmm. that you are being guided. No opportunity that is intended for you mm-hmm. will bypass you, mm-hmm. which is a trust. Mm-hmm. And, in, and a connection with your intuition. It that makes you
2: feel like you don't have time. Like you
1: said. Exactly. When you don't trust that what is intended for you will reach you no matter what you're doing and no matter which way you're operating, if you don't have that trust, then you're constantly going to be mm-hmm. fighting. Mm-hmm. You're constantly going to be thinking, I'm not doing enough. I'm not making this happen fast enough. I'm not working you know, toward this diligently enough mm-hmm. you could do that for the entirety of your life but when I but always I always ask people like what's the best thing that's happened to you in in your existence what's that like miracle magical thing yeah that's the one thing that you didn't you didn't try for mm. right meeting your husband
2: oh
0: right right, right. I see what you're meeting yeah
1: it's something that you didn't put work. effort
0: towards right. yeah. mm-hmm. that and miracle intended was for intended you. for you mm-hmm.
1: and, and no matter how hard you work to not allow that to happen mm-hmm. that was intended for you mm-hmm. and also right. you couldn't have worked towards it. Those, mm-hmm. the, those miracles those real opportunities and those real intentions from your guidance system from the universe will never you'll never mm-hmm. be able to deny them
0: true and one lesson from the Pleiadians before we go um, is in my session with the Pleiadians they said that if you're not feeling rooted and grounded in your body you're not feeling safe and then you haven't decided who you are and if you haven't decided who you are and you don't know who you are you never feel enough so that is something that I is part of my self-care practice of grounding myself and meditating and kind of mentally dumping out and getting in connection with my highest, most healing self, because that is my truth and who I am. And when I know who I am, then I do feel enough. And then furthermore with that, I when I wasn't doing self-care practices, when you're energetically depleted... Mm-hmm that's when it creates dissonance in a relationship because you place expectations on a person to fill that void that you have set up for yourself on your own. When it is your responsibility for the way that you feel because you haven't fulfilled that within yourself. So I'm feeling energetically drained. I need energy and the people who are not giving it to me in the way that I've created as an expectation for myself, that's when the stuff hits the fan, <laughs> that's when there's problems, and that's and it's not even that it's a problem. It may have been a wonderful lesson for you mm-hmm. and and me both. Um, but it definitely it comes from it's rooted in the fact that I was energetically depleted and bankrupt for that day and my, I created an expectation for you to communicate in a certain way that would make me feel energetically fulfilled, and because you didn't do that, it was almost even more empty after our interaction. And I was like, Okay, well, that isn't helpful, that's just add another thing that is pulling my energy out of me. Because if I was totally energetically sound. I would be fine regardless of your behavior. Even if you were like yelling at me and being so super crazy and whatever, I would probably just like kind of laugh at the situation. I don't know. I wouldn't have, it would not bother me. So that's another notion that if something bothers you and another person, it's kind of good to evaluate how that is annoying because it's a tendency that you might have yourself, and I think it is huge for me to view you that way, because I do have communication problems, so the fact that I was like, Ugh, she's not communicating, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at myself, this is exactly what I do to people, so it was a good lesson for, for both of us, because I learned, by you acting that way, I learned just as much from that situation, because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I need to be a little bit better about that, thank you for
1: that lesson I don't judge you when
0: you're not communicating so don't worry about me and I I usually don't judge you at all and that's why we get (laughs) along so well because I I get it I understand we have very I know we say a limited amount of time during our day but we do and I love that about you that you don't require me to communicate so much to you it's very easy for us
1: Mm -hmm this is actually why all this is coming up and this is happening today is the day before a black moon which only happens every 32 months or so so every new moon always brings about new phases new beginnings starting over astrologically that's just what happens I'm going to read you guys a little bit about what specifically the black moon is for, which is, is something that actually does happen quite regularly, but it's kind of uh, in that... It, Uh, let's see okay Uh, just let me (laughs) read it from the experts here (laughs) a special and rare lunar event will be taking place this weekend and right along with it a major shift will also be occurring on friday night september 30th a new moon will rise in the sky the second one to fall in september as the last one occurred back on the first of the month whenever this happens two new moons within one single month see uh the second one is called a black moon so when there are two new moons in one month, the second one is called a black, new, a black moon. Wow. Lunar events like black moons are quite rare. In fact, saying that they happen once in a blue moon wouldn't be wrong. They're very similar to blue moons, which is when two full moons occur in one month. So they are polar opposite in terms of moon phases. Furthermore, black and blue moons occur about every, once every 32 months or so, meaning years may pass before the next one comes along. Since new moons are essentially the first phase of the moon and are not visible, you cannot see the black moon. Nevertheless, it will be up there in the heavens exerting a powerful force upon our planet and our lives. The cosmic shift in energy that the black moon ushers in will end up affecting us all in one way or another. Astrologically speaking, new moons are times for new beginnings and starting over. They also offer us the perfect time to tap into our natural instincts. And so during new moons, you should always go with what your gut is telling you. However, black moons differ from regular new moons in that they magnify and intensify all of the energies, emotions, changes, and feelings that are swirling about in your life. This black moon's burst of energy may affect you in any or all the following ways. So there may be new opportunities made available, which would be beneficial in nature if you seize these open possibilities. They will result in peacefulness and understanding. You will gain clarity and find a new sense of hope or meaning that will drive you forward and, in a sense, reawaken you to further opportunities. Some people will see a spike in their creativity. They will be inspired by the changes in the energies all around them and will be able to tap into it unconsciously and use it to their advantage, regardless of what you're involved in, whether you're a writer, painter, designer. This will be a time when things start to come together. New directions will be taken and ideas will flow together. Some of us will finally be able to move on and forward in our lives. If you've been stuck in a rut or bogged down in some way, the black moon energy will help conquer your fears of whatever it is that may be holding you back. This is the ideal time to work through your troubles and issues because the clarity that accompanies this new moon shift is focused on starting over and new beginnings. For some of you, the black moon may make you feel overwhelmed. Oh! But they need not feel that way.
0: Don't tell me how to feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you start to feel weak or insecure, you can reverse this negativity by immediately switching gears. Readjust your thinking as soon as you notice those feelings creeping up on you and the accompanying confusion will clear out. Overall, the vibrational shift in energy marked by the September black moon will be positive. If you go with the flow and connect to this energy, it will be greatly greatly beneficial in more ways than one, and it will help you to find balance and awareness in your life. So what I love about this is the connection to something that very physically affects the planet with which we live on. So women, it's guys, sorry, but I mean, in many cities and in many communities, women have their periods all at the same time and they call it being on their moon. Mm -hmm. And that is because the moon is creating that hormonal shift in everyone at the same time. So as the moon is phasing in and out, so to our particular hormones in particular the having a period is being very connected to planet earth and the humanness of our existence and that should give insight to our deep connection to then not only our planet but the planets the moons and the stars that are surrounding us so connecting with the moon the, cycle. the very the very physical effects of that the moon can have on us is mm-hmm. is saying that we are still playing this game of being a human and we're still very affected by the things that are happening astrologically mm-hmm. to us just mm-hmm. as the moon so deeply affects something as big as an ocean mm-hmm. something with so much power and so much force and so much depth and cows. you know just and cows just Child imagine how affected cows face the moon so yeah. many things mm-hmm. just imagine how many things are so so just having an awareness around what's happening around our planet astrologically uh, what's happening in our in our uh planetary world internally you know like what's happening with all the um the shifts that are taking place within us that are you know seemingly not connected to something so big as a moon phase acknowledging that connection brings you back into this existence in a way that maybe you can catapult your life into a positive direction or maybe just bring more understanding to things Mm -hmm. that are going on with you
0: yeah like for my lesson i think that i received during this is that maybe i wasn't um the reason why it bothered me was maybe i felt like i wasn't being heard Mm -hmm. or i wasn't standing up for my ability to speak what it is that i i wasn't communicating to Mm -hmm. you and i think that really was the problem now thinking about it Mm -hmm. I also wasn't communicating to you that much about what I need and what what my needs are and I just was like well no you know especially because you weren't giving me any information it was just like the whole situation was messed up and that also sheds light on things for everyone I feel like if you if there's something you know how some people are like oh look at that skinny biatch over there whatever well it's because they're insecure about their weight or something and mm-hmm. at that point in their in their life and whereas like it wouldn't bother the person sitting next to them because if they're not having a problem with their weight or you know th- that's something that's not going to bother them because they don't notice it yeah it's not something they need to work on mm-hmm. or or acknowledge but something you that something that really annoys you or, or about grinds yourself. your gears yeah it really is connected to to mm-hmm. you and it's supposed to help you and so often we blame the other person mm-hmm. for presenting that thing you need to work on in your life because it's it's not comfortable, mm-hmm. the things that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, yeah, I'm really thankful for this this moon phase because it really did bring to light an issue that I had with myself, actually. So I'm sorry for
2: mm-hmm.
0: making you, <laughs> volunteering you as tribute in, in my line of fire, but i think i helped you too so you're welcome <laughs> okay um it's okay and
1: thank you <laughs> guess is how I'll, I'll respond to that <laughs> okay thank you okay um, yeah so mark. that was interesting yeah that was really good that was it was helpful for me yeah. i'm glad you know i do think i think that like you said everything is true sometimes i am dismissive sometimes i do have an understanding beyond what your understanding of the situation might be and as a leader of this business you know especially when you were referring to other people and employees and things like that sometimes i have to make the decision to not feed into how other people are feeling because i know that it's not something that i need to fix maybe i am that reflection for them to learn something about themselves right and they can either take it as that opportunity or they can just be mad at me right. but it's sometimes mm-hmm. the just the role that I'm willing to play because
2: because you're
0: perfect
1: I'm not perfect <laughs> it's just it's just sometimes yeah. actually Required. my role mm-hmm. it's a it's what I am guided to do and I listen to that and it's also why I'm able to hear this information without being judgmental of myself because I can hear it. I can try my best to utilize Mm -hmm. The aspects of it that I do believe are true, which all of it is true Mm -hmm. but but I can also say that I have to be grounded and also Empowered in the decision-making that I am inspired to take mm-hmm. without dismissing the fact that this happened mm-hmm. and that this was brought into my, into my consciousness and into my awareness. So, yep, life coaching, Sheena, lesson number two of the week. <laughs> We're just going to record my life coaching <laughs> sessions and I will provide everyone with examples to utilize in their own lives. And hopefully they're enough to heal the world. Anyway, um, I, I love it. And I love you, Amberly, And I'm grateful for you. I'm
2: grateful for you.
1: And. I'm so grateful for all of the people that we got to meet and heal and work with in California. That was truly amazing. We were healing in Malibu, overlooking both the mountains and the beach, and it was a really, really incredible experience. Animals showed up for us. Practicing outside was really incredible. Um, especially because when we start utilizing these frequencies and these energies for healing there's such a definitive difference between the feeling of the wind and mm-hmm. energy a lot of times when people first start feeling energy they're like wait is that the air conditioner is that when you start practicing in nature there's and you you start resonating the difference always what we what we note is that there are subtle differences in the feelings and because you're you're kind of defining what energy feels like in a third dimensional world but you're using frequencies of another dimension so it may feel like a subtle physical experience but in actuality it's a huge energetic experience and so practicing and and that's why i love meditating outside that's one way that you can start kind of practicing feeling and resonating with the differences between energy fields and nature. But again, Malibu was incredible. I want to practice outside all day, every day. And we would like to thank Daniela, who was our space host. um,
2: Hostess.
1: Hostess, she was cool Mm -hmm. and interesting. And if anyone wants information about renting a house from her in Malibu, you can email us.
2: Yep. yep. Anything else from LA? LA, uh, I missed the deer and the
0: bunny There's oh, we yeah. during our session. They're yeah. So cute. Energy. Nature draws, shows up. Draws in animals. Mm-hmm. Their animals are very sensitive to energy, as well as babies. Um, but babies didn't crawl up to us. That would have been weird.
1: <laughs> Why didn't you bring in the babies,
0: Amberly? I don't want to summon all the little children like Hocus Pocus. focused. Oh, little <laughs> <all> children. <laughs> That's not happening. Um, deer and bunnies are preferable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll keep them. Blue jays. Um, blue jays. Crows. Lots of no, things crows, symbolically ravens. showed up.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was actually a really, really, that was a really incredible healing experience. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a it was a really great trip. We're really thankful for it. And we are going to be here for a couple of months in New Orleans taking sessions. And then we will be in... Boston, we did. We talked about Houston on the last session. I don't even remember. All the days are streaming together. I don't remember my life. Self-care, 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 self-care. Look at the calendar.
0: (laughs) What year is it? Like, Jumanji.
1: Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2016. That means nothing to me. I know, Honestly, it means nothing to me. Days don't matter. Time doesn't matter. Nothing exists. Okay, we are almost completely booked for boston but if you want to squeeze in we are actually probably going to extend our day our healing sessions by another day because there there are too many people so if you want to squeeze in email us we'll try our best we are so thankful for you we love you we enjoy getting to share this experience with you follow us on insta like and share and send to your friends because it helps us out so much Amberly's name on Instagram is Connection, K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N, Holistic Health. And mine is just my name, Sheena Manina. And yes, that's my real name.
2: Hala, Bye. Peace. Love you guys. Have a great black moon night.